Trying to decide whether that new game is worth your $60? Or maybe you're just wondering if an old game is worth your time. Well, you came to the right place. This is the only podcast that tries to answer the question. Should I buy it, though? Hey there! (laughs) (laughs) I think this is my favorite part. (laughs) hey everyone uh welcome to the very first ever episode of should i buy it though um this is a little introductory episode that we want to release so that you guys get a feel for the structure of the show and uh what all of our different tastes are kind of like uh since we're going to be doing reviews and this is a super subjective thing we want you to kind of get a feel for who's talking at you so that you know who you kind of line up with uh, when you're listening to a review. With that said, uh, let's do some introductions, yeah? Okay, uh, I suppose I will start since I'm already talking. My name is Giancarlo Herrera. Uh, my preferred way of playing video games is mouse and keyboard, yeah? Okay, sure, I'll go next. Um, so my name's Amanda. Do I have to say full name? Amanda Fernandez Acosta. Um, my preferred method of playing games is also mouse and keyboard. Yeah, and I would consider myself a pretty casual gamer. All right. Hey, guys. My name is Nick Palazzo. Uh, my preferred method of gaming is with a PlayStation controller. Um, I've pretty much exclusively used PlayStation since I was a wee lad. And, uh, yeah, I enjoy my console gaming. I'm Nick Benetados. I'm pretty much the same. Uh, done console gaming. I know PC is better, but I just don't have the souped-up PC money. So At least you know. Right now I'm on PS4. Yeah, at least I know. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, guys? My name is TJ Berry, and I also prefer console, although even if I had a PC, I would still use a PS4 controller. <laughs> Fighting Dang. words, buddy! Dang. Fighting words. <laughs> All right. With that tone set, uh, let's uh, okay. Let's move on. So one of the cool things that we thought we'd, we'd do for you guys to give you a, a little feel for our tastes in general when it comes to video games is to talk about like our three favorite video games. Uh, that said, I'm going to start. Quick disclaimer. These are my favorite. Not the games I think that are the best I've played. I think I've played games that are better than some of these on the list. But these are my favorites. You're also going to notice that they're all, like, pretty much the same game. (laughs) Um, With that said, let's start with number three, uh, which for me is Skyrim. Uh, Yeah. so That's a good choice. There's, you know, there's a lot that can be said for the meme of Skyrim as a video game, especially now, you know, like nearly 10 years after release and it being on freaking Amazon Alexas and stuff. But, uh, and there were a lot of games that I liked before Skyrim. Um, growing up, I, I, I was really into like, I liked Yoshi's Island for a bit, Crash Bandicoot on the Game Boy, <laughs> you know, destroy all humans. But Skyrim takes... It will always take like at least a place on a favorite list because it was that kind of first game that I really just got like infatuated with to the point where when I'd be like moving from like my mom's house to my dad's house or whatever, I would have my save file on a USB stick and I would carry the game disc with me 
so I could keep playing wherever I was. Um, so yeah, that, that definitely, it was kind of my first experience with that style of game and I've played it probably like three times at this point and I've always gotten something different out of it. And it kind of set the baseline for what would grow to be my favorite genre of game is being that, that RPG. So that leads us to number two. Uh, I'm doing Breath of the Wild. Ooh, I think okay. it is such a fun, you know, it has that feel, that that open world RPG feel. And while I don't think the story was bad, but like it just definitely is not anything to super write home about. I think the the versatility of the gameplay in there is what like really made it for me. It was not my first Zelda game. I, I played Phantom Hourglass on the DS back when that was a thing. And I really enjoyed it. That was my first like Zelda game, but playing Breath of the Wild just got me on such a such a kick for that like universe and that world that I remember going out and buying uh, a 2DS just so I could buy all of the the older Zelda games that I had missed. Um, and it's like one of my favorite franchises. So, yeah, that that gameplay is like nearly unmatched. I feel like as far as that genre goes. And then at number one for me, which is, if you're following the list, I guess kind of predictable, uh, but The Witcher 3, I think really strikes a, a really great balance between a lot of the aspects that I consider most important. Uh, I'm a huge narrative fan. A, a good narrative is like one of the top priorities for me in a game. Uh, I really like The Witcher's narrative, but I also like... That ambient storytelling when you're exploring the world where, like, it really, it feels alive, you know? But there really is so much nuance to be found wherever you went. And there's a million different paths you can take. And it was it was a game that actually took me a while to, to kind of get hooked into. Um, I started playing it near release. I did not get very far. Then, like, 2016, I remember I started playing it again in college. Um... And I did not get further than, like, the Crones of Crookback Bog, which is still very, very early in the game, if you know the game. <laughs> and then it was last year, I just, I sat down and I just demolished that game and all of the DLC. I have, I think, about 300 hours in it or something like that. Um And it's one of the things where I still go back and play the game. I've been wanting to go back and do New Game Plus, but, like... You know, the combat is, there's, that's kind of the weakest point. I think there's a lot to be said for that, but I enjoyed it. And like, I feel like despite its shortcomings, you still get that, the feeling of being Geralt and being the Witcher and having those powers. Um, and yeah, it was just one of those games that got me really, really invested. So it takes number one. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna shout out two real quick honorable mentions uh, that are different styles of games ish, uh, just so that people don't think I only play these style. Um, the Walking Dead, the Telltale series. I loved that game. That was probably number two beneath Skyrim for me for for a few years, uh, and then also another like recent game, uh, Disco Elysium. I'm still not over it because I played it not too long ago. Uh, if you're not familiar with it, it's a, it's a very, it's it's a really good RPG, very text based, very, 
uh, character driven. And it's one of those things where I, since I played it not too long ago, I have that itch left where I've been like trying to find other games of that style. I've been wanting to go back and play like Fallout 1 and 2 because it's more in line with that that kind of play. Um, but I think it's just astoundingly well done, especially for being somewhat of like an indie game, you know. But yeah, that's a that's a rundown of of my tastes. Okay. Um in no particular order, really. Um these were just the first 3 that I kind of um thought of. <laughs> the first one uh I remember playing when I was a child, a young a wee lass. Um <laughs> and, <laughs> and I remember playing a lot with my sisters. And um, always losing because, you know, when you're a kid and you play with older people, you tend to lose. Um, But it was called it was called Fusion Frenzy. And it was on the Xbox. And I don't expect anyone (laughs) to know what I'm talking about. (laughs) The Xbox Live Arcade, baby. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, it was um, you can either play it single player or you can play it was like a four player game. Um, that basically consisted of a bunch of mini games, and um, I don't know. I just remember it being really, like really a, fun. A and Mario Party or something like that. Kind of, but, but yeah, I mean, yeah, but not really. Like a party pack style game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. yeah, I always hated playing with older kids because uh, you'd be like. You play, you take turns. Like, can I play when you die? He's like, yeah, sure. And then they don't die for five hours. And then you get the hands on the controller, and you die in the first ten seconds. And then you gotta wait even longer. And then it's bedtime. So that's that's. <laughs> what system was it for? The Xbox. Xbox, okay. Xbox, yeah. Um. Yeah, no. I mean, playing with my sisters, they always took it a little easy on me, you know, because they're good people. That's um. Nice. But yeah, that was really fun, and that was one of the first ones. I actually couldn't remember it for the life of me, and then I actually found it last night, yesterday, and I was like, oh my goodness, and it was just really nice to reminisce. Um, The next one would probably have to be Spyro, which I also played a lot when I was a wee lass. Yeah, exactly. Um, I wasn't good at it. I was not good at it (laughs) at all, Um, but I remember having a lot of fun with it anyway. And um, I also, I never understood the concept of, like, saving the game. <laughs> so every time, <laughs> every time I would go back to this game, I would have to start from the beginning. And I'm like, why does, oh, this sucks. Games are, like, awful. Why would anyone do this? Petition to only let Amanda play NES games <laughs> on this show. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, that's where I discovered that. And then the last one. The last one, and I already know that someone here is going to get upset at me for saying it. (laughs) And I don't care because I enjoy it. I had a lot of fun playing it. And Uh you Uh can eat your words, Nick Benetatos, because Fallout 4 was one of my favorites. And I don't care what you have to say. But this is someone who hasn't played. No, you played Vegas. Vegas. You played New New Vegas. Vegas. I played New Vegas just for you. Just for you. And I, <laughs> Just I didn't for hate me. it. I didn't hate it. I had a great time. I had a lovely time playing New Vegas. 
but I don't know why Fallout 4 just oh my goodness just hit so close I don't know I don't know. It was I'm gonna I'm gonna come into your defense against uh, against Benetatas here because uh, <laughs> as someone who has now also played because I I had played Fallout Four before, of course, mm-hmm. um, and then who also recently played New Vegas and loved New Vegas. I still think at the time I enjoyed Fallout Four more than I enjoyed Fallout New Vegas. Well, you know, um, it's not the worst for different Fallout. reasons. It's certainly it's not, not the worst, the worst one. What, what would you call the worst? This is this is a hot topic, baby. Oh, 76? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Non-video I, don't, I don't even game. count that. That's not even... Right, well, that New Vegas is most the internet's favorite, I think, but my favorite is actually three, and I think okay. you guys would like that too, but... Three is impossible to run on I guess I, hardware, though. I guess four is... Uh, and bewitched you both because uh i will say okay again as like as a narrative dude right uh and especially fallout 4 being one of my first forays into it it was like early in my video gaming like when i started like playing them more frequently um i know a lot of people were not sold on like the whole my son is missing thing for me it was all I could think about when I was playing that's the part game. That's the problem, because you I don't did not explore. Get, I, I get it, I get it. But as an experience, especially the first time around, it it had me so invested in everything I was doing. And I remember, like, I'd be chatting to, like, a person, like, a character, and, like, a romance option or something would pop up. And I would be offended. I'd be like, this is my wedding ring. My <laughs> wife was shot in a vault, and my son is lost in the wasteland. And you're trying to shack up with me? <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, it just, I understand why it's technically a bad Fallout game. Um, but especially if you're not, if you're not like a, a huge Fallout person, if you're just playing it on its standalone, I think the gameplay is super tight. And I think if you're the right kind of person, the story is captivating enough that it really drives you through the game. I will say, yeah, I barreled through it. Like, when I saw when I was watching Amanda play it, um, there were so many like side quests that I was like, "Oh, that's in the game. That is so cool," because I barreled through yeah. it, which is you know like a downside. But yeah, also, there's just, just something about Bethesda games that I find to be borderline unplayable. E- even before the whole Fallout seventy six, they are all super buggy. They're they super the, buggy, yeah. and there's games that have come out after the initial Fallout's and even Skyrim that have proven. You can make a game just like that that is 10 times mm-hmm. better. The Witcher 3 is the better Skyrim. And then the Outer Wilds that has come out recently, or um, sorry, Outer Worlds is the better. Oh, I love Outer Worlds. Yeah, yeah. but well, Bethesda's paying for it now, being too lazy because they keep using the same engine. And now 76 has been their worst thing ever. And everyone doesn't trust them anymore. Like They fell off. Yeah. Which is unfortunate because they're like those are some of my favorite worlds. I mean, you still go back video gaming. there, but yeah, I'm I'm worried, especially. I mean, you know, like future releases, Elder Scrolls Six. Like, Me too. Yeah, I don't trust um, them anymore. I'm gonna have to... any sort of future Fallout games if if and when that happens. Even their uh, um, what, what, what's the new the space game they're making? Um. God, they're they're releasing some like space RPG. Yeah, I'm forgetting the name too. 
Yeah, it's it's in development, and I uh, uh we know like nothing about it besides its name. But it's gonna be in their new engine. And they'll all that. And, like, They'll release the first level, and then yeah. after a month they'll patch the rest of the game in. And yeah, it's it's just so worrying um, because <laughs> I always want to give them the benefit of the doubt, but especially in recent years, it's just like and they know that and they Starfield yeah. used it Starfield. to their advantage. Took Starfield. advantage. Starfield. Um, I guess we'll see. <laughs> yeah, in ten years when it comes out. <laughs> Plaza, you want to take us away with your top three? Yeah, sure. Uh, well, Amanda, do you have any like honorable mentions or anything, or was that your? Oh yeah, yeah. your three. Um, honorable <laughs> mentions. Um, again, overcooked. Casual, casual gamer. I. What'd you say? Overcooked. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> I just totally forgot about overcooked. Which, what a brilliant game. What a, I will say though, I will say having getting to play with you was probably I think that's what made it. Oh. To be fair, because that was your your improv songs yeah. will <laughs> never <laughs> leave my head. <laughs> we never we never got to play Overcooked 2. Um still upset about that. It's never that. too late. It's never too late. Uh, hey, hey, uh vote vote on future episodes. <laughs> Make us play Overcooked 2. And... I still have it. I'll happily play it. Well that's yeah, most games are better with friends, so yeah. It was yeah. a cute game. And that was no, that was yeah. a good multiplayer game. Um but honorable mentions, just just because uh <laughs> just because I love dancing. Dance Dance Evolution. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. That's a great game. Come on, that's a great game. Um, did you ever have the uh <laughs> the, the little pad that plugged into the PS2? He did, but oh, you guys are corny. Of course so. I did. Oh, <laughs> I, I love me you, some good deep. Our revolution. Okay. Well, Thank yeah. you. Exactly. <laughs> That's where I learned the song. What was it? Get down tonight. That's where I learned that song. That's one of my favorite songs because of Dance Dance Revolution. Um, I guess also Skyrim Two. Oh yeah. Uh, well, I look. I first started playing that game when I was in middle school, and, and I we still played. No, oh. but I hated it. Oh wow, you hated it. I hated it. I was playing on, I don't remember, I was playing on the PlayStation, I think. And one, me and controllers, we just don't get along super well. We just don't. <laughs> and it takes me a while to get used to it. And eventually I do. But I hated Skyrim. I said it. I'm sorry. I hated it. But years later, I would learn that, uh, you know, I was a little too harsh with it at first, I didn't understand mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, all right. I hear you. I hear you. And Giancarlo <laughs> then made me try again, and I didn't hate it. I actually really enjoyed it. So I, I just want there. to to say that the greatest <laughs> character arc I've seen in history has been from Amanda Bean outside of Bleak Falls Barrow. Literally turning around, running away, and saying, "No, no, no, no! You play it. I don't like it. I'm scared. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like this game." <laughs> to then me needing to use my computer for other things, and her saying, "Her saying, wait, no, no, no! I'm trying to find all of the the map markers in the game. I want to discover them all." <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that was a very Benetonis moment of me. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I need to complete the entire thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, but I think that's that'll be it for me. 
from now. Which Spyro was your favorite out of curiosity? Um, the original, the one from like nineteen ninety eight. So the first one, probably. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Class. That was the one we had. So I mean, yeah. Nick, you want to Lazo? Go ahead, take us away. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, um, <laughs> at number three is God of War for the PS4. Ooh, oh, nice. wow. That is one of the few games that I could probably give, like, a genuine 10 out of 10 to, like, without the nostalgia blinders on. It's it just, like, something as simple as the feel of the axe. That's probably one of the best weapons in gaming where you're you're clicking a button on a controller, but it, it just feels like you're mm-hmm. throwing that axe feels so good and i'm also like big on narratives as well and that's one of the most cinematic games that you could play and the story the character development of kratos and the boy um it's just it's a journey from beginning to end and 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 following those characters throughout is a joy um the boss fights are amazing the world is awesome And, and i had never played the original god of war games none of them and uh i went back and played three recently and that was also a ton of fun it's one of those devil may cry hack and slash style games um i've got to go back and play the first two still but yeah i mean if you're considering playing god of war ps4 you don't need to play the originals to get the full story and it's just as amazing so yeah that would be number three on my list uh number two is persona 5 Big JRPG fan. Um, If you got a lot of time on your hands, play those games because, oh, that's another journey to go on. Um, And and I I love the whole social link system in those games, just getting to individually know each and every one of the characters. It's it's a ton of fun. And and those games explore very adult themes, which you don't really see in many games. It's, It's really, really cool. Um. And then my number one is Kingdom Hearts 2. <laughs> I love Kingdom yeah. Hearts. Uh, two yeah. is the best one by far. I have a soft spot for one in my heart, but it, two is just the combat you can't beat. It, I, I have the most fun playing that game. I've played it about like, over 10 times easily. And uh, actually, I'm playing through it right now again. <laughs> it, it's so much fun. Um Roxas is my favorite video game character of all time. So I, I highly recommend those games to anyone that hasn't tried it yet. Um, honorable mentions, of course. John Carlo mentioned Witcher 3. That's the better Skyrim. Yeah. So, of course, that's on my list. Uh, Bloodborne, which mm. I think is the best style game. It's fantastic. And uh, Undertale. Undertale is one of my I've favorite video games to play undertale and i just haven't it's just so good it, just it, that, that's one of the best turn-based style games i think yeah. that you can even just the music is really good yeah yeah the music the, the gameplay the characters the messages just overall so good and of course the yakuza series i love <laughs> yeah <laughs> love those goofy games yeah, that's that's my list. list. I mean, like we we have Thank very you. different tastes, but like I can definitely recognize that. And the moment you said God of War, I immediately was like, oh, that should have been on my list. 
it's so good like yeah. i have no complaints about it i'm super excited for the it. next one yeah hope it comes out soon i don't know i guess other nick on the <laughs> mic now <laughs> um so i'm a very picky gamer and i have peculiar taste basically if i don't love it i don't buy it and i will often look at reviews first i will never pre-order never ever do that again yeah you will because then you encourage companies like bethesda to do what they're doing everyone pre-orders it and it's hot garbage so (laughs) so my top three um number three is uh, might be a little weird but it's it's grand theft auto five okay and i think it'll i think it'll always be every current grand theft auto will be my number three because like i'm it's not even for the story while it is fantastic, it's actually for the online mm-hmm. that I really enjoy. I've never <laughs> played a game that was like so. It's the closest thing to real life, I think, Grand Theft Auto, that I besides like I guess a simulation game, whatever. But um, yeah, I've been playing that since high school, and it was like all of my college as well. It's just the perfect game to mess around with your friends online on console. I'm sh- I'm sure on PC that would be Gmod, is the perfect game to mess around with your friends. But I've always gone back to it. I thought like this is it. All right, I'm done. It's getting old. But then I always go back, and they're always updating it with new stuff for free. Um, yeah, they have updates where they try to gouge your wallet, but for the most part, there's a lot of free updates that keep coming. So that's fun. Um, number two is the metal gear series if i had to if i had to pick one mg metal gear solid 3 is the best because of the gameplay music and story i think are all perfect um they are very campy games especially three um and yeah the story is super convoluted and a lot of people confuse convoluted or confusing stories and they they think confusing that you mean you mean genius this is obviously <laughs> genius storytelling and no Ko- kojima oh, i'll get into kojima another time the lale lilo lu though there's a lot of there's a lot of controversy with kojima um but yeah the metal gear series itself i love it um i can oh it's just such a crazy world i guess that i every time i look into it i find something new and it fascinates me yeah. um yeah they're just so weird because they have that japanese flair and, and japanese games tend to have really weird tone <laughs> shifting thing it can be super serious in one second and then there's this goofy ass or some even perverted fucking thing that comes out of nowhere like naked girl in the box or whatever <laughs> <laughs> As a bad example, like he'll Snake will put on the cardboard box and it's a picture of like a girl and a guards. That was one of my favorite mechanics it. in the game, though. I never stopped. Yeah, doing that. <laughs> yeah. The and just every almost everything you could think of is a tactic. You know, yeah. you can stop a car by pooping in the road with your horse, and the car will slip on the poop and crash. <laughs> almost yeah. anything you think. There's so many possibilities, and I encourage that. And if you listen to our Duns Engine Drimbus podcast, I'm 
trying to encourage that kind of play style as well where i want so many different everywhere yeah everyone if you poop uh (laughs) in this corner of the room a secret door opens no (laughs) what uh what would we add to a roll for poop is that constitution constitution there's different levels there's different levels of poop as well okay okay. a d20 is just a rope just are you throwing the poop that might be dexterous Yeah, if you get a natural twenty, you just you just letting it all out. Is it a secret poop roll stealth? <laughs> uh, if you're a, a poopy mancer, you probably have an uh, advantage. Poopy Use your poop modifier. If, if we roll a poop. one, we pull an Elvis. So just just pass away on the spot. And number one for me is going to be Bioshock. Ah. The whole series is my favorite, okay. but number one in particular is my favorite. Um, I when uh, There's a lot of horror games that don't do it right, and this game knows that it's not all about jump scares. Even though this game has jump scares that I still jump at, and I know exactly when they are, they always just pop up like right after I expect them to happen. So they always get me, but they know that it's about atmosphere. And a lot of things I usually look for in a game is the story, the gameplay, and the music. Mm. And all of them are fantastic. And while I would love to see this game as a movie, I know it can't be a movie because it's about (coughs) player choice and the illusion of choice Um, as well as a bunch of other things. I love, yeah, just the atmosphere all of the I the little audio diaries was a good idea because you get little bits of story along the way, and d- yeah, when I care about a game, I try to I'll yeah I will try to complete almost every little bit of it. Mario Odyssey, I got oh my every uh, what what are they were they still stars or were they still the moons? Moons, yeah. yeah, I got every moon, the gold balloon at the end, the hat on the castle, whatever, like all of it, like. <laughs> So yeah, for like Metal Gear, I I would get every achievement, and the same for Bioshock. Play it on the hardest difficulty. Um, these are the games that I can always go back and play. I think they will never get old for me. There are really good games that have a good story, but once I beat it, I'm kind of done with them. But for me, these games I can always play over and over. And same with Bioshock. Every time I look into it, I find a little little detail that I didn't find before, and I keep getting more fascinated with the world. Yeah. I've never played the first two Bioshocks. I've got to go they, do they it. They just released you, on uh, on Switch, so like if that's something you're into, you know. Well, I, I downloaded it for free off the PlayStation Store oh, the month that okay. the collection was free. I just haven't played the first two yet. I played Infinite, but not Infinite. Is a good Infinite's one. wonderful. Yeah, yeah. I, I liked Infinite a lot. Yeah, you, but I always hear that the first one's the best. I would be happy to talk about that on the show. Bioshock when you play it because uh yeah I'd like to hear what you have to say. Here I'll play Bioshock, you play Kingdom Hearts. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. The kitty stuff, man. The Disney. I don't know. Oh my- it's hard. It's so me. much more though. Come on. <laughs> I'll play it with you. I'll play it with you. The main you. reason I I've to- thought about playing Kingdom Hearts, because I have not, um, has been what? purely because of I know they added Toy Story into it. Uh, yeah, and that is one of my great loves in life. So, 
You gotta go play it. Yeah. Three, unfortunately, is not the good game, and that's the one that Toy Story is in. I shouldn't say that. the The game is very good, but as a big fan of the series, the story was a letdown. I, I mean, I heard it's but, convoluted to begin with, right? Aren't you a Metal Gear fan? I am a Metal Gear yeah, fan, it's, but <laughs> it's about probably the same as Metal Gear. Okay, I, yeah, we can handle it then. Nomura and Kojima are like distant brothers. I'm. <laughs> The same. It's Japanese anime storytelling. It's all over the place. At its finest. At its finest. <laughs> TJ? Unless, wait, Nick, I, did I you have any, any honorable mentions or anything? Oh, mentions. Yeah, I'll just do quick. Like Skyrim, um, Halo 3 or Reach. I played a lot when I was a kid. And that was another fun game with friends. It's cool when you're a kid. I'm grown up now, and it's about as... It, to me, it's like for teens, you know, like Gears of War. That would have been cool if I was a kid, but I'm grown now. Star Wars would have been cool when I was a kid, but I'm grown up now. I was a boy, but now I am a man. Yeah, and I'm the Yakuza series. Me and Palazzo are huge fans of. And thank God I got I went to PS4 when Xbox was having trouble releasing the Xbox One. Because they were trying to be greedy, so a lot of people went to PS4, and I'm so glad because now I got the exclusive Yakuza, which apparently is good enough now to be on Xbox. So <laughs> that's cool that more people will be experiencing. I mean, it gained traction, and then everyone wanted to play it, so they're capitalizing on it now. Which is good; everyone gets to play it. Yeah, and yeah I guess that's it for me. Cool. Well, hello, I am TJ Berry coming at you. Uh, I love the show. <laughs> I just want to point out, um, I am the oldest person here. I and um, my uh, selections may reflect some of that. I'll be thirty next year. Oh, yeah, I know, big time old. No, <laughs> quarantine just, is a great way to be spending your last half year of your twenties. <laughs> They're just like, no, not a boomer. Man. Freaking boom. This <laughs> <laughs> crotchety old man. <laughs> but um, and some of my selections may reflect that. But these are games that I, I thoroughly enjoyed playing um, and will always go back to no matter how good they are. Um, and I also want to point out I'm a big fan of RPGs. So third on my list. It's the very first RPG I've ever played. It's Legend of Dragoon mm. for PlayStation. Ooh. Okay. Four discs of maybe not the best game, but uh, it is a lot of fun to play. And the combat is really interesting. Um, number two is Eternal Sonata, which is another role-playing game, but I could also play with my friends and do co-op uh, for PS3. And it's basically a story they look that the took same. place in Mozart's dream. Uh, and then at number three uh, number one on my list um, is Tales of Symphonia I love the entire Tales mm. series but that is the one that got me introduced into it that is the one I've replayed multiple times I love that game to death so Tales of Symphonia if you haven't played it go play it you can play it for I think all the systems now I know you can play for PS3. I originally played it for GameCube. I think they have a port for PS4. It's a good ass game. Yeah. Uh, 
I've heard good things about that series. That's the same as uh, Tales of Vesperia and all those games. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I've got to play those. Vesperia, Zesteria, all that good shit. Um, And it's cool because you can, like, they get a bunch of characters. If you want to play with your friends, you have, like, four-player local co-op that you can play with them. Um, Then my runner-ups would be... uh, The first one would be a game called Tomba. Which you've probably never heard of. It's for PlayStation. Never um, heard of it. It's if you ever look it up, it's ridiculous. You play as a pink-haired little wild boy whose world gets taken over by magic pigs, <laughs> and he has to go around and he like flips them into bags, and it's just, <laughs> it's crazy. But the, <laughs> and it sounds stupid, but it's so like complicated and fun, and you're like running around, and this is the first game I ever had to play where you unlock something and then you have to go all the way back to like original level and you unlock more things that were there but you didn't have access to earlier or you didn't even notice or see. Huh. Which was cool. Um, Another one on that list would be a game and don't judge me. Um, it's called Um Jammer Lammy. Which oh. sounds stupid. Um, no, it's by the same people who made Parappa the Rapper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, it's a rhythmic game, much like Guitar Hero, uh, where okay. you play, I think she's a goat or a lamb thing, and she plays the guitar. And I loved it because they're like singing songs and you play it and then is like she's story? going everywhere. There is a story. And like literally, because <laughs> she's like trying to get to this like concert or whatever. And like she's like playing with cops. She's on a plane at some point. And I just love it because once you play through it, you unlock Parappa the Rapper and then oh. you go through the story again and he's like rapping all the songs. And I just remember being a kid and I was like, yo, this is so awesome. It looks like a fun game. That's, looks that's cute. brilliant. It's definitely fun. <laughs> and it was very like irritating as a kid trying to get that rhythm in because you're just pressing buttons <laughs> on the PlayStation. And then if you fail, they make you do the entire song over. No. Yeah. Parabola Rabba's uh, demo was probably the hardest demo I've ever played in my life. And it was like one song and by a rapping onion. And every time you messed up, he would lay down and be like, again. <laughs> just like, mm. Dark Souls don't even bother. Yeah, for real. Um, and Lama, Parabola um, Lammy, bro. Parabola Rapper. And then I really liked Infamous. Just because okay. like, that was the first time I was really introduced to yeah. um, the whole choosing sides and like are you good are you bad and being able to actually like somewhat mold your gameplay and like have it actually affect things yeah nice well that's me i'm surprised that we managed to avoid uh overlap in the lists at least like on our top our actual top threes i don't think we had any yeah they were all pretty different tj's Top three to me. I just googled them. They all look the same. <laughs> they all do look the same. They look very similar, and they're so, all for different systems by different developers. We, we love it. Palazzo brand. was our. I thought Palazzo was gonna be our uh, personal weeb, but I think uh, <laughs> yeah, nah. <laughs> TJ might take that. I have like My Hero Academy hoodies, bro. I'm I'm oh, I'm in there. <laughs> oh, nice. I'm in there, bro. Okay, well, let me let me open up a new question. I guess. Are there any upcoming games and or games that are you're really hoping to see get made uh, in the future? The ones that um, aren't out yet or aren't confirmed to be coming out? Up to you. I, I will leave the question up to your discretion. Okay. I know I'm really waiting for, uh, wants... for Cyberpunk, for sure. Everybody wants yeah. that. Yeah. 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 
I'm not a big Assassin's Creed fan, but Valhalla looks interesting. Odyssey just let me down as someone who has not played many Assassin's Creeds at all. I got Odyssey uh, because it seemed like a that really cool style reinvention of the formula. And the world was just like so grindy that it really lost me. Which sucks because like I was I was vaguely interested in the story and I wanted to follow it, but like I just did not like uh the way they implemented their leveling system. It was just it was artificially trying to ex- extend the gameplay. I mean with the new formula in place, I I think they did they did it better with Origins because it's a smaller world that doesn't feel as grindy. And the new mechanics were fresh and yeah. reinvented. They just kind of doubled down on that in Odyssey and didn't really change up the formula too much. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm just not a big fan of where they're going with Assassin's Creed. Like, it's just not Assassin's oh, Creed anymore. Oh, absolutely not. It should be like... Yeah, it's definitely a departure. They're just banking on the name to make these like big historical games, which is like fine, I think. if It's probably upsetting if you're a fan of the franchise. But as far as like an idea, like I like... The idea of that franchise, it's just, yeah. I'm surprised they never made one where you just, like, straight up, just, like, the whole game, you're just Desmond going around fucking shit up. <laughs> they, I think they dropped <laughs> the story after three, right? After it's three, just, yeah. They're yeah. just like, oh, well. Although, Black Flag was my favorite, if you guys haven't played. It's, Black Flag is I think it's the best pirate game I've ever played. I haven't, but oh, it's, like it's on Switch, and it's, like, for it. it's really good. I've, I've thought about it. You can um, where's play Assassin's Battleships Creed on Cowboys, though? Where's that? It's where's Red probably Creed? coming, bro. Assassin's Creed High School. I need that, you know. <laughs> High School version. Bully. <laughs> Bully is a good game, actually. Yeah. From well, everyone Oxford, wants uh, yeah. Assassin's Creed to be in, um, what is it? Is it China or ancient Japan? Ooh, Japan could be cool. Feudal, yeah. feudal Japan. There's a samurai game coming out that looks really Ghost cool. Ghost of Tsushima. Yes. Yeah, we're gonna. I think we're gonna review that on the show. Yeah, that one's that one's on the docket. Um, for for those of you who are listening and do not know our our plans, uh, this is our our first introductory episode. Of course, just to let you guys get to know us and kind of the style of the show a little bit. Um, but we will be releasing our next episode with The Last of Us Part Two. Um, we'll talk a little bit more about that at the end, but. We'll be having that and a couple of other releases uh, sprinkled in. We we have a few that we already know for sure are are on the docket. But yeah. Anyone uh Final Fantasy Seven remake fans? Oh man, it was like I'm mad because it is a good game. It is a remake, but it's beautiful. But also, they didn't cover everything from the first disc of Final Fantasy, and I really don't want to have to keep paying more money. <laughs> For what They're game gonna in one milk game. You. They're gonna milk you. <laughs> Playing sixty dollars a pop like three more times. Like I'm But it's a new game. game. It's technically a seek well, are are we covering spoilers here? Should I avoid anything? You probably you should probably avoid spoilers. Yeah. Even though like Final Fantasy Seven's been out years, but yeah, we should Right. We well should for anyone that has that. the new game. As there, someone who has no different... investment in this whatsoever, uh, at this point in time, I'd say probably because I know this is a recent release, I'd say steer clear of it for now okay um maybe if we anyway, if we do an in-depth episode on it then we could do a spoiler section towards we'll the revisit this i'm excited for part two i'm on board the namura train of course but um yeah that was another game that made me want to go back and play the original because i had never played it before seven remake came out and um the original holds up 
as if it was made yesterday. Not graphics wise, but it's still a fun ass game to play. Yeah. I, I recommend that one. Yeah. Is anyone else excited for Tony Hawk Pro Skater One and Two? <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Hell I think yeah. we're too. I think we're too young for that. Yeah, but they're what? remaking it. And what? Like too young to to be all to nostalgia. appreciate it. I'll yeah, but I'm I'm sure it's. A I think it's just game. off your radar, Nick. Yeah. No, I know about radar. it, but like I was. I used to watch my when I first started play playing it. It was probably on DS, and Oof. yeah, I was in elementary school. So yeah, bro, with the bad graphics on PlayStation, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> here. Hitting those nine hundreds. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I guess now that we've gone through kind of our taste a little bit, and you you might have a feel for who you might most align with, uh, generally speaking, when we're discussing these games, I think it's a good idea to uh, to kind of walk through the categories that we might be discussing when we are uh, reviewing a specific game, because this episode obviously is uh, going to be structured differently since we're not focused on any particular game, but top of my head you know the the categories that i think we'll be discussing most often are usually performance um especially for new releases narrative graphics sound and then i feel like there's that kind of extras category where it really just varies based on the game and the genre whether that's you know online features or replayability based on the kind of game or sort of stuff like that so uh, i want to open it up to you guys a little bit and kind of ask what you uh what you consider most important when you're kind of looking at games you know i would say replayability because if you don't want to play yeah. it again you did you really enjoy it that much mm. like you just spent you really... 60 bucks for eight hours that's it <laughs> yeah, for real you spent 100 hours on this game and you're just like i'll never play this again <laughs> <laughs> that's funny because that's actually something that i like almost almost never have on my radar i've had a few games that just like i'm so obsessed with that i'm like i want more uh, but generally, and it's not just specific to games, but like even with movies and stuff, I'm not one to like revisit the same piece of media very often. It has to be like, it has to have something special that I, I don't, I can't put my finger on to make me want to come back to it. But I like to have that, like that one big experience. And like, if I'm happy with that, I'm not mad at like just leaving it at that. You know, you got to give it the GameStop test where it's just like. You finish a game, and they're like, if I sell this to GameStop, will I regret it? Okay. <laughs> if I got test. 15 cents for this game, <laughs> would I regret giving this back, and would I want to play it again? Oh. Well, you have to do that test while you can before they uh, go out of business. <laughs> yeah, for real. But but they have Reggie now. <laughs> GameStop has Reggie now? Yeah. Reggie will bring them up from the ashes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Whenever the world uh, reopens. Um, yeah, like I said, I said story, gameplay, and music is really important to me. Because mm-hmm. uh, it is, to me, it's games are art. And yeah. like one of the reasons that I really love GTA is because, you know, when you go to a toy store and you see... Um, uh, the train display, the little train display, and all the little trees and stuff. GTA to me feels like you're that small, and you're like you can view it from their point, yeah. of view, like that little size. That's a it's a just a big playground. Um, but you, I appreciate all the little details. Details are so uh, they 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 really uh, make the game more immersive to me. Mm-hmm. So 
I really appreciate uh, clever programming, I guess. Yeah. And that'll be something I'll be, I guess the extras that we will be reviewing, that might be something I'll be looking at of how they reinvent the genre or little, little details or little, uh, way of life like uh, uh, <laughs> quality, of quality life. of life thank you yeah thank, yeah, yeah. yeah quality of life uh changes like that i'll be looking at so hmm. yeah for me I, I i gravitate towards games that have that perfect balance of gameplay and story mm-hmm. because if there's a game i'm playing where the game could be fun as hell but if i don't care about the characters or the world or the narrative, I, I find myself n- not really caring as much a- about the game. Um, there's few games that do it that don't really have a story that I have fun with. Most of them are Nintendo games, like Mario Odyssey. Mm. It's a perfect example of that. Game's great. Hey, I mean, hey, the Odyssey, Odyssey has a has a powerful story. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I, for, I forgot to mention voice acting. Bad voice acting can really oh, mess man. up yeah. the game. Oh, man. Final Fantasy X. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's like charming. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, absolutely. Good voice acting is huge yeah. as well. It's become more of a thing recently, I feel like. Like Thank paying God. good money for good voice actors. Because now you're playing <laughs> movies, basically. Thank God. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and, and, and jump on you because I, I don't think I'm going to have too much more to offer in the way of, of my values because it's pretty much right there. It's narrative and gameplay kind of interchangeably because, you know, not every game is going to be narrative driven. Uh, and in those mm-hmm. cases, the gameplay really needs to step up. But there are some games such as, uh, like I mentioned, like the Telltale games where narrative is kind of more of the focus. So you have these engaging moments of gameplay, but really you're getting through it to, to continue seeing that narrative. And it's really interesting to see how different games strike that balance because I know for me... Um, there are games that sometimes I really enjoy. Like maybe sometimes I'll I'll really enjoy the world, right? And I want to keep exploring. But I also think it's very easy for a game, and especially because you're accounting for, for so many different people's tastes to get to that point where like I'll play for a certain amount of time and I'll be like, okay, I just need to take a break. Like I want to keep playing. I want to see more, but like I don't know why. I'm just like I'm tired. <laughs> okay. I gotta step away from it. So it's it's really unique when you when you find one of those games that for me at least I can like plop down and just stay in that world and not even like think about it and just plow my way through it. You know, where whether it's gameplay heavy, something like a Doom Eternal, I I just ate that game up because it it was so well balanced yeah. as far as you know <laughs> the, the platforming and and the combat and and everything where you're still active all the time, but you're not a. It's not like Doom 2016 where like I'd finish a level and I'd like be, I'd be like okay hold up my heart rate needs to come down for a second I gotta I gotta relax. Uh, it was really well paced. Or you know other other narratives I guess uh, something like a, a Disco Elysium, where I really I just wanted to talk to everyone I, and I wanted to develop these the voices in his head and and see what they had to say about everything and, and I just had to get through to the end. Uh, as quickly or not as quickly as i could but i just had to stay in that world because because it was all i was thinking about when i left amanda um i don't know i'm listening to you guys talk about it um because again very casual gamer (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah i think it does come down to just like the narrative for me 
but also it really depends on my mood mm-hmm. you know for me to decide what game i will play or if i will play it um because i mean you have skyrim and then you have overcooked <laughs> you know what i mean so it's like what <laughs> why would i <laughs> you know and both i mean I, I think if they're just fun i just think if they're fun games and like you were saying, getting immersed in the world and developing relationships with these characters, um, I think means a lot more than I, like now that I'm actually thinking about it, um, because I know that when I did first start playing, um, like Skyrim, I really did enjoy mostly talking to Mm-hmm. the people in the game the townspeople and just all the other characters and just seeing like this world and just getting fully immersed in it and not wanting to leave for like you know i I could sit down and just play for forever you know um so but then again there's other games that are just like not like that like i don't know the sims i could play <laughs> the sims for hours on end just oh, to yeah. get, you know like it's it's i think it's really interesting to try and pinpoint what exactly it is about a game but i think it's always going to be it's going to be changing yeah depending on the game that's why yeah what nick said hit the nail on the head of video game video games are art yeah yeah tons of different kinds of games that focus on different things but the art comes with how well you do those things like with doom that's Mm -hmm. video game ecstasy Mm -hmm. but you're not (laughs) focusing on the narrative there it's the game that you're there for or the telltale game is focused on narrative it's how these different developers and creators use their art form to get us so engrossed in those things yeah. you know mm. yeah. even parappa the rapper is all okami yeah all right well unless we have something else we want to bring up i think now's a good time to uh to, to put on display our, our little voting mechanic so people know how we're how we're arriving at these decisions yeah Okay. All right, cool. Yeah. So each week, of course, uh, we're we're gonna be playing different games and and trying to reach these verdicts. I think one of the wonderful things about this setup we have going is that we have all these diverse viewpoints, uh, and of course, we have different kinds of players. So sometimes certain people may not have actually played the game themselves and might just be driving discussion through uh through questions based on the fact that they don't have that inside experience with the game. But the idea is. We discuss them, we talk about all its merits, all its failures, and at the end, we put it to a vote to answer the question, should you buy it, though? All right. We've deliberated on the case of the Should I Buy It, Though podcast, and with a vote of four yays to one nay, we have decided that you should listen to the Should I Buy It, Though podcast. Um, Alright, so He lives Before we go, we just want to mention a few things uh, This being the first episode and all If you're listening within a reasonable time Of release It's most likely that we still have our Indiegogo running right now Uh, It would be really wonderful if you guys went out And uh, checked it out and considered Maybe supporting us Obviously, uh, especially purchasing Video games and of course all the other podcast Business this show has a certain number of expenses, so we're hoping to uh, to get some of the, the money to get this running smoothly on our end. Um, 
with that said, there's some really cool rewards. We we wanted to incorporate the community in how we shape the show moving forward. So there's rewards that let you uh, decide what we're doing. It gives you access to special stuff like our Discord, uh, live streams when we're reviewing games. For some tiers, you get access to uh, our first impression reviews uh, that will be exclusive to you. You get uh, tw- within 24 hours of release what we think of the game in case you're trying to make a quick buying decision. Other really cool stuff like that. We also, I mean, if you're completely sold on us from this first episode and you just want to support us moving forward, uh, we have a Patreon set up with with really similar uh, tiers because we're trying we're trying to establish that sort of communication with you guys. So, that said, if you want to see more, uh, you can go to our website whimsicproductions.com. Anything you want to see on there is a uh, is easily linked there. That's w h i m s i c productions.com. Thank you all so much for listening. And we will see you in the next one. We'll never see them. They're listening. Well, <laughs> Don't make $5,000 and John Carlo is starting OnlyFans. We'll talk at you in, in the next one with The Last of Us Part 2. <laughs> Thank you all for <laughs> <laughs>